Welcome to the Rice Life, a podcast by Rice Extension, where we aim to bring you the latest R&D information for rice-based farming systems, industry news, and answer your questions. Hi, I'm Charlton. And I'm Harriet. And this week, we wanted to do a bonus sneak peek of what you can expect in our upcoming episodes. We are excited to introduce one of our segments called the Rice Wrap-Up. Listen in and let us know what you think. Welcome to the Rice Wrap-Up, where we give you a quick update from across the rice-growing region, from the Murrumbidgee to the Murray. Today we have Mark Grote from Sunrise Grower Services, who is joining us from his home in Griffith for a quick harvest update. Hi Mark, thanks for joining us. Pleasure, great to talk to you. Mark, can you just give us a snapshot of um, how the C20 harvest has been going so far? Uh, yeah, to date we've received around 16,000 tonne, uh, brings us about a third of the way through harvest. The Murrumbidgee is about halfway through, Collie about a third of the way through and the Murray Valley is kicking off uh, certainly in the last week, but um, we're about 10 to 12% through the Murray. Wow, so it sounds like it's been a slow start for harvest for everyone. Um, what are the main varieties that we've seen being delivered so far and how's the average moisture looking? Yeah, look, it has been a slow kick-off. Moisture's um, been a big factor for the majority. Um, grain moisture is just very, very slow to drop. Uh, in saying that, we've we've pretty well knocked over Dingoa, Topaz and Koshi crops. Um, um, crops of Langi and Apis are well underway. 70% of our, our, um, our crop this year is Rizik, and we're about a third of the way into that, I guess. Average moisture's been sitting at around about 20%. Um, growers have been very much on the ball with both drainage and harvest preparation, which is great. Ground conditions have been a bit challenging in areas, but, um, but overall not too bad. Sounds like it's going well so far. Have, um, have the growers been happy with the yields that they've been getting this season? Yeah, it's, it's been an interesting um, season right from the start. It was obviously very cool and, and windy establishment period. Um, the average daily maximums were actually above average for most of the seasons, but at the same time, the average daily minimums were actually below average. So in saying that, the overall weed control and establishment was very good. The crops looked very good. And uh, my sort of gut feel was it was going to be a good high average, but not necessarily the, um, the odd exceptional yield that we've been seeing the last few years. And that's pretty well been the case. Um, at this early stage, it's shaping up most crops being above average, I think we've completed around about um, 20, 25 crops, just off the top of my head. Three quarters of them have been um, either, yeah, between a tonne and three tonne above the five-year average. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good to, to hear. Um, so what's the impact of COVID-19 been on harvest delivery? What can growers expect when they uh, go in and deliver their paddy? Yeah, look, isn't it great to uh, to live in a regional area with with a lot of space around us um, at this time? Look, there there are a few major uh, minor changes, but but mostly it's just using a bit of common sense. Um, drivers are requested not to go up into the testing stand. We don't require any any signatures on the on the ticket or the chit that you receive from the testing stand. Um, in the past, drivers have been given a sample in a plastic bag to give to the hopper attendant. Now, this also isn't happening, um, so all samples are, again, collated at testing stand. Things like, you know, there's hand sanitizer on site if required, and just maintain the required social distance at the hopper. 
it's a relatively small harvest, obviously, this year, and uh, there's not a huge lineup, so so far it all seems to be working okay. Yeah, well, it's really good. We can, um, yeah, continue to stay open, and even though there's a few sort of changes, it's good that it's business as usual for our Australian rice farmers. Well, everyone needs to be fed, and um, yes, they're certainly doing an exceptional job in uh, in keeping all that going. Sounds like there's definitely some changes to um, harvest in previous years, but one of the changes we've seen is that the grower services hotline is currently not working. Um, so when people ring up, Mark, who do they get to talk to? Yeah, yes. The uh, As most people know, the phone lines have been um, all sorts of issues this year. So the 1800 number has been diverted through to me, which is... Um, which has been an interesting process, getting calls from anything to uh, what's brown rice versus white rice, um, do we grow coloured rice in Australia, and, uh, and you know, information for school projects even. So it's amazing who gets hold of this 1800 number. The majority, thankfully, have been from growers, though, uh, and most of these has been regarding delivery cards. So these cards are mailed to you once we've, uh, we have your completed harvest declaration. So if you haven't as yet got your cards, please give us a yell um, and we will organise to get them to you as soon as we can. Sounds like the, um, the hotline has definitely been a useful tool for growers and people outside the industry this harvest anyway. Yeah, yeah, look, it has. And, and as usual, don't, uh, don't hesitate to give us a yell. No, that's good. And we'll put that uh, hotline and we'll put Mark Groat's mobile number in our show notes as well if anyone doesn't have it, have it so they can get in touch. Um, so we know that many have started already, but what's about the growers who are still yet to start? Um, what do they need to think about in terms of harvest hygiene and, and why is harvest hygiene so important? Yeah, look, great question. It's, you know, essentially rice is marketed as a 100% gluten and allergen free. The Australian crop is aimed at the absolute elite markets and, and we as an industry can't afford these markets uh, to, to risk these markets or have a loss of reputation with contaminants that are in most cases fully preventable. Definitely. it's Yeah, sounds like it's really important to keep those premium markets open. Um, in terms of contaminants that are found in the mill, can you give us an idea, Mark, of what things they see? Yeah, look, many, many contaminants are things you, you would expect in a rice crop, you know, barnyard seed, mud balls, burrs and so on. Um, but there's also significant amounts of, of things like wheat and barley and oats, uh, lupin seeds, fertiliser granules, urea and, and ammonium phosphates and so on. Now, these latter things can only really come from equipment that is being used at harvest, um, such as headers and trucks, bins and, and always in particular. Now, ultimately, we can obviously separate this out within the whole cleaning process um, at, the, at the mill, but it slows that whole milling and cleaning process down, which, you know, essentially decreases efficiency, uh, adds to the cost, and, and ultimately makes us less competitive. So if I can give you one example, in the, in the retort plant where our value-added microwave packs are made, one lupin fragment that's found in the rice means they've got to actually stop the whole process, clean the equipment right down, uh, before they can start start back up again. So this this loss of efficiency, you know, it just, um, as I say, just makes us less competitive in the marketplace. One thing I will mention, glass is an absolute no-no. As you can imagine, um, glass fragments are very hard to get out within the milling process. And one glass fragment in a finished bag of rice can cost a whole market and, and certainly a loss of reputation. 
As I said before, the Australian crop is aimed at the absolute elite markets and we as an industry can't afford to risk these markets with contaminants that, that are pretty well, you know, fully preventable. So I would ask everyone to be very conscious of cleaning equipment down and ensuring things, particularly like mirrors and other glass fragments, can't make its way into a load. Well, that's really good to know. I guess it's reassuring for the consumers that the growers are so pedantic and that Sunrise is so pedantic in the way that they're looking after the food source given that rice is a staple food around the world. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, we have to remind ourselves sometimes we, we're dealing with a direct um, food stuff here that rice is, is really one of the only grains that all we do is take off the husk and the bread and, and that's what we eat. Um, that's what we feed our own families and, and I think we just have to, um, you know, treat it as such. Yeah, really important to know that it is, yeah, remind ourselves that it is a food stuff. So is there anything else that you'd like to say before we wrap this up, Mark? Oh, look, just, uh, just with any queries, comments or, uh, or hassles, please don't hesitate to give us a yell. I think Harriet said that numbers and, and email will be at the end. Uh, one of us from Grow Service will certainly get back to you as soon as we can. And if I could just uh, wish everyone good luck with the rest of this harvest, stay healthy and hope to be talking to you again soon. Well, thanks very much and thanks for joining us. And I think that's about it for our very first rice wrap-up. So we want to know your issues so we can sort of create a forum via these podcasts so we can have an interactive discussion on all things rice and rice farming systems. Please send questions you would like answered or get in touch and suggest a topic for discussion. You can do this by getting in touch via, via our email, extension at rga.org.au or tweet or Facebook message us at Rice Extension. Good luck with Harvest and we'll see you again in two weeks on Thursday the 7th of May.